Hi, everybody. I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. Uh, As you know, we're just a few weeks into the new year, 2024. I know that uh, many, many people made New Year's resolutions, and and, uh, some of those people have probably already broken them. (laughs) You know how that goes. You you make a pledge on December 31st, but by about the 15th or 20th of January, you're thinking, well, I wonder. <laughs> uh, and that's a little bit what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about uh, this year, 2024, this first time I've had an opportunity to do it on the podcast. We'll talk to you today for just a few moments on the subject of stepping out of the old era into the new. Uh, <laughs> you know, many people have been looking for a fresh start here in 2024, and looking for a way to move from the past and look to the future. Uh, As I've said uh, many times uh, around the world, as well as on this podcast, I believe that life comes in three stages. The first stage, you're learning. The second stage, you're doing. And the third stage, you're teaching what you've learned to do. (laughs) I'm in stage three of my life. I I celebrated my 75th birthday this past November, and uh, I'm in the third stage of my life. I'm doing that around the world, teaching, preaching, bringing God's healing power to people in need, and showing people the things that God has shown me, the great truths that God has given me, as well as showing how I do what I do. I've been doing that with thousands of pastors. I think in the year 2023, I ministered to more than 30,000 pastors teaching these principles, particularly on healing the Holy Spirit and on seed faith. You know, life itself can oftentimes be measured by seasons or stages. Just look at the beautiful fall colors that we experienced in October and November. That is, if you're living in our part of the country. (laughs) Uh, However, now winter has come. As I'm making this podcast, we had a a little snow here in in Tulsa yesterday, and it's cold. (laughs) When Oklahoma has winter, we don't mess around. (laughs) We have real winter. (laughs) But you know what? Spring is just around the corner. It's just around the corner and uh, followed by warm hot summer days. Well, Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 says this, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And you may feel that your season has passed and that there's nothing more that you can accomplish. However, as long as you are breathing, I believe God has something specifically for you to do. I believe that it's not only a new season, but I am believing that it is your new season. I was talking with a young man the other day. He's in his 30s. He told me that he felt like he had no future. All he could see in the future was death and destruction. He believes, and he told me so, he believes that we are facing another pandemic. Another pandemic is coming and that war will follow. He's very concerned about the relationship between China and Russia and, uh, and what's going on in North Korea. He believes that there are going to be specific attacks against America and that they will be more technologically advanced than we have ever seen. And he said, Richard, I, I feel like I have no future. Well, I listened to all he had to say. 
And then I reminded him of Jeremiah 29, 11, which says, I, the Lord, have plans for you, plans for your welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And I reminded that young man that he is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I reminded him that he can do all things through Christ who strengthens him. I reminded him that he was created only a little bit lower than the angels. And then I reminded him that greater is he who is in him than he that is in the world. Then I laid my hands on him and put a prayer covering over his life, a prayer covering of protection, of health, of strength, of joy, which is, is his strength, and a strategy to win and to thrive no matter what comes. Friends, I, uh, I want you to understand today that the end is more important than the beginning. Now, what do you mean by that, Richard? Well, oftentimes the end of a thing is more valuable than the beginning of it. In fact, Ecclesiastes 7 verse 8 says this, The end of a matter is better than its beginning, and patience is better than pride. I don't know if uh, how many of you remember uh, Dr. Lester Summerall. Uh, Dr. Summerall uh, founded a great ministry in South Bend, Indiana, as well as in Manila in the Philippines. And it was Dr. Summerall who uh, persuaded my father to come to the Philippines many years ago for a, a healing crusade. My father had never been to the Philippines, and Dr. S uh, Dr. Summerall had been the chairman of my dad's crusade in South Bend, and they became very close friends. And Dr. Summerall persuaded my father to come to, to, to uh, the Philippines, to, to Manila, for a crusade. And at that time, it was the largest crusade, the largest public gathering in the history of the nation at that time. And... Uh, it, it was a really a, an amazing thing. And, and so we became friends with the Summerall's from my childhood. I, I knew him, of course, very well. He passed a few years ago. And of course, I, I knew all of his sons, uh, very close to them, and thank God for them. But Dr. Summerall and I were having lunch one day after I preached for him in South Bend, and he told me a remarkable story. He said, I was invited to speak to an anthropology class at Notre Dame University. Now, Notre Dame University is in South Bend where Dr. Summerall lived. So it was just a short drive over to the campus. And when he got there, the professor of the class gave him a tip before the class began. He said, Dr. Summerall, I just want you to know that all the students in this class and all the professors that will be listening to you today all believe that we descended from monkeys. <laughs> well, that was his <laughs> entrance into the class. <laughs> Dr. Summerall didn't quite know what to do. <laughs> God gave him a word of wisdom. He said, you know what? It's not nearly as important where you came from as where you're going. <laughs> and Dr. Summerall taught, and at the end of the class, he actually gave an altar call, and a number of students came forward when he prayed for them and gave their hearts to the Lord. Sometimes the end is better than the beginning. <laughs> Let's talk for just a moment about perseverance. The Bible speaks of perseverance. And it just may be uh, that uh, perseverance is the path to your new beginning. I personally believe that perseverance is the pathway to a new start because a new beginning often requires patience. And that's what that scripture said that I read a moment ago. Uh, James chapter 5 verse 11 says, As you know, we count as blessed those who have persevered. 
You have heard of Job's perseverance, and I've seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. (laughs) And just look at all the others who persevered. Look at Abraham. Look at all that Abraham endured. Here's a man who was taken from uh, his home by the Lord. He lived in what we know today as Iraq and uh, taken to Israel. And God said, I'm going to give you everything that you see. Everything you touch is going to be yours. I'm going to give you a child. And he he was well beyond uh, childbearing years. And so was his wife. And yet he persevered. And some 25 years later, God gave him a son. He said, I'm going to make your descendants like the, the, like the stars in the heavens, like the pebbles in the sand on the beach. He persevered. Uh, Isaac persevered. You know, when he wanted to run and, and, and hide out, uh, when he had a, a great famine in the land, God spoke to him and said, don't go down to Egypt. Don't run away and hide. Instead, stay here and sow in the land. And Isaac obeyed. And he reaped a hundredfold in the same year. He persevered. Jacob persevered. Even when he, he had to run for his life from his brother Esau. <laughs> and uh, he finally had an encounter with God. And God changed his name from Jacob to Israel. He persevered. Joseph persevered. Look at, look at Joseph. Joseph was uh, Jacob's favorite son. He was the 11th child in line. And uh, Jacob loved him so much because he was born in his old age. And he gave him a very special coat, a coat of many colors, and his brothers hated him for it, not only because he was the favorite, but also because he was a dreamer. And he gave uh, information about the dreams to them, and they hated him, and they wound up selling him. They sold him to a caravan heading to Egypt, and they thought, well, they'll put, that'll put an end to that. They took his coat off of him and doused it in uh, animal's blood and took it back and said, I'm sorry, Father, a wild animal has killed your favorite child. <laughs> It looked like it was all over for him, but he had a spirit of perseverance. And when he got to Egypt, he was hired and taken on as a slave by a man named Potiphar. And before long, he was the head of Potiphar's household until his wife made longing eyes after him. <laughs> and then when he would not give in to her sexual desires, she accused him of something he didn't do. And he wound up in prison languishing in prison for years, thinking, you know, what, what God had showed him as a young man would never come to pass. And yet it did. Because when Pharaoh had a dream, Joseph interpreted that dream. And Pharaoh was so, was so pleased with the interpretation that he made Joseph the number two man in the government. And it was Joseph who literally saved Egypt and wound up saving his own people. You know, he persevered. People have thought the entire Bible had persevered. And not just in the Bible, I'm one who's persevered. I persevered all through my life. No matter what has come against me, and believe me, plenty has come against me in my life. No matter what has persevered, uh, what, what has come against me, I have persevered. I'm persevering today. I am thriving in the name of the Lord. Not because of me, not because I'm anybody special, but because I have the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. I have the name of Jesus. And friend, I don't have anything that you don't have. You have the same power. You have the same Holy Spirit. You have the same faith on the inside of you. You have the same name of Jesus. Doesn't make me special because I have it. He's the one that's special. I guess the most important thing I want you to realize is that a new beginning can start right where you are. In fact, a new beginning awaits anyone who is willing to make the Lord Jesus Christ Lord of their life. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone away, and the new is here. When I was 19 years old, I got on my knees 
in my parents' home and prayed a sinner's prayer. I'd been running from God all my life, but God arrested my attention. My father had prophesied over me. I'd been in the bed sick, and my father came in to pray for me, and instead of praying, he first prophesied. And he began to lay out the plan that God had for my life. I had no idea that God was going to use me in the healing ministry. I had no idea I would travel around the world. I had no idea all the things that my father prophesied would come to pass. I had no idea I would lay my hands on some 35 heads of state around the world and see crowds as large as 200,000 in one night. And sometimes as many as 10, 15, 20,000 giving their hearts to the Lord in a single service. I had no idea that the day would come when I would be the head of this ministry and be on television, operate in the word of knowledge, see people healed all over the world. I had no idea. All I knew, I was 19 years old and I got on my knees and I prayed a sinner's prayer and I asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart. Later that night, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And uh, now you know the rest of the story. It's a good time for a new start. And you may feel like there's no way. You say, well, Richard, you don't know what I've been through. Well, friend, you don't know what I've been through. (laughs) But you know what? God can handle all of that if you just submit your life to him. And I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus that you would make a faith commitment today and say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. And if you have sin in your life, just say, Lord, I, I repent. And I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me and make me new. I promise you, he'll give you a new start from the ground up. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you. As I said, I just recently turned 75 years old and I'm going strong. I'm not not decreasing, I'm increasing in every area of my life and how I thank God for it. And that's what I want for you in this year, 2024. And I'm praying in the authority of Jesus' name for God's richest blessing to be on your life and for you to look up. Don't look down anymore. Look up. No matter what may be out there, God has a plan for you. It's his plan. It's a good plan. It's not for evil. It's for good. He has a hope and a future for you. In the authority of Jesus' name, I pray and I believe and I expect miracles in your life in Jesus' name. And friend, if you feel like you need further prayer, you can always call the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or you can reach me by email richardroberts.org slash prayer. Our prayer partners will receive your prayer request and pray, and then they'll bring them to me. And I'll hold your prayer request in my hands personally, and I will pray. And I'll write you back and bring you a good word from the Lord. Praise God. Be sure and check out our new Healing Network. Just go to thehealingnetwork.com and you can download the app. It's free, 24 hour a day, seven day a week internet network with all of our programming uh, all the way back as far as the 1950s. I believe it'll be a blessing. God richly bless you today. And I am expecting something good from God to happen to you. Bye-bye. See you next time. Are you sick? Do you need healing in your body or emotions? Are you looking for a miracle in your life? During the end of January, Richard and Lindsay will have a special prayer service on the Place for Miracles. Make sure you share your prayer requests as soon as you can so Richard and Lindsay can pray over them as they stand and believe God's word for his miracles in your life. Call right now, 918-495-7777 or go online to richardroberts.org slash prayer.